This week we're gonna talk about Let's Plays. That fucking thing that your 12-year-old cousin won't shut up about. And you think to yourself, how did humanity decline so far? Has YouTube fame corrupted the minds of the innocent? Will you like, tweet, and subscribe? Hi, I'm Drew, and a fun fact about myself, my favorite fruit is the noble blueberry, because it is a pretty color, and it tastes great, and it goes in oatmeal and just about everything else. Blueberries are fucking great. deceptive as shit, because they're blue on the outside, but green on the inside. How can you trust a Whoa. fruit like that? Huh. I didn't know that. I never look at it after I eat a blueberry. Yeah, everybody just pops in their mouth, but you never... You never think to go back and check. You've been eating lies this entire time. Eating lies. How do you um, feel about that? I like them. I like them. Mm. Uh, that, that's my fruit of choice. That's my fruit of choice. It's an interesting fruit. Solid fruit. Hello, everyone. My name is Adam. And fun fact about myself, my favorite fruit is probably watermelon. I think that's my favorite one. Watermelon is a solid so. choice. Like, it is... Yeah. It is like... It's like... It's super refreshing. Yeah. It's not too sweet. Not too bland. You put it on fucking anything. It's great. It's very summery. Watermelon's pretty fantastic. It's very summery yeah. fruit. I have no bad memories mm-hmm. of watermelon. It is. Oh, you have bad memories uh, of watermelon? No, no bad memories of watermelon. Oh, no bad. Okay. Oh, I thought you said you had. I was like, <laughs> did a watermelon attack you as a child? Like, I had a very traumatic mean? watermelon experience as a kid. It, it was horrendous. There were seeds everywhere and everything was sticky. That oh, sounds I like see. the worst. Oh, yes. And How I about you, unnamed third person? Hello. My name is Zach, and my favorite fruit is the fruit of my labor. We must seize the means of production and regain equality in this society. I can't eat that. What is your favorite fruit to eat? Probably bananas. (laughs) Bananas are good. Yellow. I like a good banana. Actually, you know, we got blue, Uh, we got red, we got yellow. We got some primary colors, gentlemen. Hell yeah. The only problem with bananas is, like, you'll get a bunch of bananas... And, like, they're, they start off all green with, like, a little green at the tips, and they look delicious. But those things go, like, bad real quick, or at least they get super mushy real quick. And it always mm. bums me out. It's true, mm. but the upside to bananas is probably the reason I picked them. Well, I mean, okay, I picked them other than the fruits of my labor. That is the most important fruit, thank you. But the banana was chosen because even if it gets bad, you can make bread. Hmm. I actually just had a conversation about banana bread with my dad, and we called it the hypothetical food. Because you always say you're going to make banana bread, but do you really ever? I have, on multiple occasions. Ooh, sick but burn. But, like, consistently, you just, like, get, Oh, I like, don't oh, consistently this is a... make banana bread. I don't buy bananas that often. Yeah, see, but, like, you get, like, a bunch of old bananas, and you're like, oh, I'm going to make banana bread. You never do. Well, that often. I do. I, I do roughly, like, half the time I have a bunch of moldy bananas. Well, not moldy, but old bananas. I have never had any banana bread from you. Well, I also don't have a bread pan, so it never turns out that great. Mm. I should buy a bread pan. Mm. Yeah. I guess you could say you find bananas appealing. Hey, on that hey. pun, 
why don't we get started on talking about Let's Plays, y'all? Zach, you let's will plays. live. You will live. Oh, okay. But yeah, let's right. talk about Let's Plays. Yeah! But, let, but you played, right? Oh. Is that the lingo? I... I don't, don't know, know what you're talking is. about. Maybe I'm not hip enough. I'm talking about Let's Plays, that thing that people do on YouTube where they record themselves playing video games so I don't have to. Typically with funny dialogue or stupid dialogue that I don't like. Damn. Yeah, that's, Damn. That's some harsh words. That is I'm some really saying. harsh words. Dang. I got, I got yeah, high Let's Play standards. Game Grumps oh, set, me, set me up pretty hard, and they're, right. they're a high bar. They are but, funny men. Yeah, but we should, we should get uh, into but that. But we figured... Yeah. We figured Let's Plays would be an interesting topic to talk about because they kind of are a big part of gaming culture at the moment. Like, it seems like every day there's, like, some new big Let's Play channel that's kind of got, like, 10 billion subscribers. And it's like, wow, look at this Let's Player. He's yeah. so famous that YouTube gave him quadrillions of dollars. You know, it's funny, actually. A lot of uh, Let's Players are becoming streamers. That's also true. Yep. I could see But, that. guys. Yes, Adam. I got a question for you. And it's our first question. What is it? What is your experience with a Let's Play? Ooh. Well then, hi. Um, my experience with Let's Plays is I don't tend to watch them through. They're like giant, <laughs> massive videos. Um, mm. I have seen some. Like I watched the uh, run on extra credits. I ran. I watched. I don't. I didn't run it. Um, I watched a good number of Game Grumps videos, and uh, I've seen a good number of the uh, the two best friends like recap ones mm -hmm. those are fucking fantastic mm. <laughs> um and i if this counts i've watched a lot of josh streaming dark souls but i don't know if that's a let's play <laughs> <laughs> um, oh right and i also sorry last last example i uh used a let's play to watch the end of doki doki literature club because i'm a scaredy cat and it got too spooky for me too spooky five me too spooky or sorry three three spooky five me there you go drew what about you uh, I have a complicated relationship with Let's Plays. I cannot deny it. I <laughs> simultaneously enjoy them for their comedic value, but also know that people might use them to not play certain games. Um, a la, you know, I don't know. I know one guy who, like, he's a good guy, wonderful dude. Um, I love the game Soma, and he did a Let's Play of Soma because he was too scared to play it, and I think that game mm. is beautiful and should be experienced firsthand, but I've already talked about that in the past. Um, as far as Let's Plays that I do like, um, I usually like the funnies. Um, they help me a lot just like, you know, during college or if I need something in the background to listen to when I'm like, you know, just chilling out or doing whatever. They're good background mm. fodder. Like, I, I've never become like feverishly tied to a Let's Play outside of like some very, very brutal, uh, Game Grump Sonic 06 time, which, uh, <sighs> For anyone who's missed out on that, I recommend you check it out. It's early Game Grumps. It's when John Tron was still a part of it. And like, oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Uh, I remember watching that. But boy, that was hard to watch. Yeah. Because the game was so bad? I thought that was yeah. uh, Sonic 06 is kind of terrible. And yeah. they were having no no luck with oh, that Oh, they were just getting angrier. <laughs> yeah. It's where some of their best rants have come from, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, aside from that, there have been a few others. Um, honestly, it's kind of hard to remember a lot of Let's Players' names because they all kind of sound relatively random and gamey. I think that's kind of the trend that's going on with them. Um, but I enjoy a good Let's Play from time to time. Um, and I guess I enjoy a decent stream from time to time, but I typically like stuff that's pre-recorded so I can go back and watch something on repeat and just sort of not feel like I'm going to lose anything if my network goes down. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of my experience on the Let's Play circuit. Um, nice. Yeah. 
And uh, I guess that brings us to you, Adam. I'm sure you got some good old Let's Play data for oh, us boy. to analyze. Uh, so I, I'm actually trying to think if I'd say I'm like really big in Let's Plays. So my experience with Let's Plays is that I, I generally kind of watch them every once in a while if I just need something to watch. Uh, video game Let's Plays have kind of become just my, my go-to thing that I'll watch if I want to throw a video on. Like I'll usually have... Uh, it's like a lot of people will put a podcast on or something and I do listen to a couple podcasts but most of the time if I just need some background music or sound I'll throw a let's play on just so I can listen to the commentary uh, most of the people I really only follow two groups of let's players um, so the main so the, the let's play group that I really like and I, I kind of just like I followed them for a number of years actually since their very first video went up was uh, two best friends play mm-hmm. uh, Wait, I really enjoyed you watched them from the beginning yeah damn i watched them from their kirby's epic yarn video which came out i think about five or six years ago wow damn. and let me tell you this the realization that i've been following these a couple of schmucks on uh youtube for about that long was a uh man made me feel old mm. um so, <laughs> Actually, but that's, that's uh, interesting right. um sorry just the idea that like at this point let's play it's been around so long you're part of like the initial generation of let's play watching oh like, you let me tell you OGs this and all that. it's really weird uh so i got really into to their videos and stuff and i actually got so into like kind of watching their stuff that um when they started a podcast i started listening to their podcast and i've followed them around uh just as because i find them as kind of good like news outlets kind of thing and it's just kind of fun to hear somebody's opinion uh they're to me they're, they're kind of my like jim sterling or um extra credits guys that i, that I follow for game stuff Mm-hmm. Uh, just because mm-hmm. I usually like a lot of this, it turns out a lot of the stuff I like they were also really into. So they would do yeah. like if there was a game like, "Hey man, I'm really excited for this action game," they would all be like super hyped on it and do like videos and let's plays of it. Yeah, um, I, I I will have to say I I absolutely love the uh, those guys, the two best friends and Willie and Wooly and uh, yeah others to- in their in their like network of people. <laughs> but like, uh, it's the games in particular that like they're like they get super hyped on like uh mecha games and fighting mm-hmm. games and i'm always like oh, i'm not as interested in these particular kind of games but i love these dudes i think that's actually what's really kept me with those guys a lot more than like say other ones uh it's it's mostly just like it's fun to watch people get so excited about games they love and they really do a good job of like kind of bringing that out and it's fun to see people just enjoying games i think that's also kind of why i part of why i like let's plays uh, the other group that I watch, uh, I used to watch really regularly, but not so much uh, was same with Drew. Uh, I used to watch Game Grumps a lot. Ah, the Grumps. Um, I liked Game Grumps a lot. I found them really funny, and it was weird to know, like, hey, look at all these Newgrounds people I like that just kind of happened to be here. You know I, I don't know if, Drew, you ran into that, Drew, but it mm-hmm. was really weird to be like, oh, hey, it's Ross. And like, Ross is Rubber Ninja. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, de- finding out not just about, like, the personalities, but, like, the extended, like... I guess I, I don't. I almost want to call it like clubs or cliques of like different YouTube or Let's Player types is really interesting mm-hmm. to me. Just because like I I was just shocked when like JonTron and like Aaron were like on the same show. For me, that was like mind blowing. The idea yeah. of like Ego Raptor has a face and it's not drawn. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, that is that but, is okay. So it mm-hmm. it is really interesting to know that like there the, like the Newgrounds community evolved into like a youtube community with with that mm. like it's so interesting to see them cross platforms and you're like wait what what is this world <laughs> now you guys know where let's play started yeah i don't i don't like kind of where, where they got their start so 
This is how into Let's Plays I, I got for a while, and kind of still am, uh, where I went and found some of the really OG ones. Uh, and Let's Plays are... The whole Let's Play phenomena is kind of been accepted to have been popularized on the Something Awful su uh, forums by a guy named Slowbeef. And Slowbeef originally envisioned a Let's Play as commentary, as basically a director's commentary kind of track, where somebody would be playing a game and kind of offering their commentary as the player as they played through it. And that format apparently like exploded on the forums and kind of spilled out into the, into YouTube. Uh, I'm actually I actually would probably say when do you guys think it got really big like you like YouTube let's plays kind of deal because like oh I, it, it, I, I like really something awful know. feels very niche but then I remember like out of nowhere it just kind of exploded. I think it's it's uh you'd probably want to look at when Game Grumps became a thing. That's probably when it got really big. That's kind of my feeling too. Like. I, I know there were a couple smaller ones, and I think Two Best Friends and Game Grumps kind of started around the same time, but I think Game Grumps, just by, like, having a long-standing, like, person in the internet community, right. kind of blew it up. Yeah, I think, like, Ego Raptor joining forces with JonTron, who was also making, who was already making videos and already had a following, they kind of came together and exploded their, like, fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have, but yeah, so I, those are the groups I follow, but I also have watched a ton of other just random Let's Plays, uh... And we can talk about some maybe memorable ones later if we if we feel like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. But yeah, that's that's kind of been my experience with it. Legit. Hmm, I like it. Well, I guess that brings us very naturally to uh, to our next little question. Uh, what impact on gaming have uh, Let's Plays had, guys? You know, it seems like they are changing changing a thing or two. They're at least leaving an impact. We're talking about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. After following them for many years, I would say yes. I am a fan of Let's Plays. I feel like they've had a pretty big impact on it mm -hmm. and i feel like kind of what we said before is boy they, they seem to be everywhere these days mm -hmm. yeah i think it it's a really interesting way of getting more people to see a game that might not otherwise that might not otherwise mm -hmm. uh because you, you've got these like some people don't want to play the game because they don't like the mechanics some people don't want to play the game because they don't really have the time but they can if it's in the background and they're doing something else mm -hmm. like I think it gets a lot more people experienced with a game and uh, in terms of franchises, it gets you more experience with the franchise. So that way, like, if you don't want to play the mainline Mass Effect games, maybe you got interested in the uh, mobile games by watching a Let's Play of the, the main series. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. I, th I think it's had that kind of an impact. Um, yeah, I, I, I generally agree with that one. Uh, I know Drew kind of has this question split up into kind of how we feel from a gamer slash personal view. So I guess we'll kind of keep our discussion there before moving on to the other ones right uh, yeah. from a gamer and personal view what impact do i think lps have had uh i agree with zach i think they are for me personally i think lps are a really neat way of getting somebody's like very raw opinion on a game i feel like we talked about this in our review one but you know how some reviews feel very uh like pre-constructed and sometimes you kind of wonder oh is this like trying to just get a good review or kind of mm -hmm. sometimes it can feel a little weird but like, <laughs> I always find a Let's Play to be, because it, it's just a solid chunk of the game, mm -hmm. you kind of get like a good raw like opinion of the game. And I think that's a really cool way to see that. I, I do feel like if you are watching a Let's Play series, it's much harder to kind of fake enjoyment, right? Because like mm -hmm. they go for like, you know, half hour, hour long chunks. And in a review, you know, like the guy or the, the gal can be saying anything, right? Like, you know, they could have a script. They could just be like, yeah, it's the best thing ever. Go buy it today. <laughs> Like a let's play, mm. you know, you kind of gotta, 
either really enjoy what it is for one reason or another, or like you're going to be miserable the whole time. And that's going to be very apparent. So I think that's kind of, I think that's kind of an interesting part of it is like, you do kind of get someone's personality to just eke out. Like that's actually one of my Hmm. favorite parts about it is like not really the game, but kind of watching different people's personalities kind of slowly come into focus based off of different things that pop up. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, like, I don't think I knew how rage-filled uh, Aaron could be until Knuckles got clipped onto the ceiling. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was I, here. God damn it, I've seen that. For me, I feel like that's like the best part of a Let's Play. is because a, a lot of games you'll kind of play on your own. And as you're playing it, you're thinking about it. And you're thinking like just kind of random thoughts in your head. of like, oh, this part's really cool. Oh, this is so dumb or something like that. Or this got me so upset. And it's just, for me, it's really fun to see other people go through those same motions and actions and, ha- and see their reactions to stuff. Like, uh, I know I would get, like, super pissed if I ran into that bug in Sonic 06, but to hear Eren just explode like that was like, yes, exactly that. This is the feeling. Oh, my lord. I, yeah. Oh God, no, I, I get think that. I saw... So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think following following off of that, it actually let's plays in a lot of ways remind me of when I was playing through Persona Four, mm-hmm. uh, and this was back in junior year of college. And I would like, and the like PS Two was set up on the big screen TV in the living room, and I would sit down to play, and my roommates would just like show up and sit down sometimes when they're like they needed like a study break or maybe they were just like they were just like goofing around. Um, but mm-hmm. I'd have roommates that would like sit down next to me and then just be like rolling commentary as I'm playing the game. <laughs> yeah (laughs) like that's that's to me feels a lot like what a let's play uh is it's sort of like you're sitting down to play a game and you're sort of like running your commentary over it Mm -hmm. um and i think it it just adds so much to the experience of playing a game like i think i even did skyrim like that where people were like talking over yeah while i was playing i feel like a lot of people actually like at least i i feel this way i like having people kind of watch or play a game or at least hear their commentary when i'm playing it now I'm going to be, uh, for real, this is not always appreciated when we're in the dramatic moment. I, I was about uh, to I don't say. need your commentary. Listen here, Dad. I don't need you making fun of Sora's goofy-ass hair when we are locking Kingdom Hearts. He's about to die. <laughs> G- give me this moment of, of uh, gravity. Right. Mm. No, it's, it's uh, I, like, I was playing through Persona 4 and I wasn't taking it terribly seriously. So, like, whenever somebody did something silly, I was just like, oh, you animes. <laughs> um, and, and like, Trenton, the guy who was, who was doing most of the color commentary, was like, oh, you animes. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think that's, from a, and that's part of it. Like, so that's just kind of part of it, this kind of feeling of almost getting other people's opinions and feeling almost a camaraderie with other people about yeah. certain games. Uh, I wanted to go off something Zach had said of, I think LPs are really cool in that, it, it allows you to experience a game almost if you're unable to play it. Like like what Zach was saying, if you're really scared of horror games, but you really want to know what happens at the end, it's really, it's kind of nice to be able to just watch it and still kind of experience that with somebody mm-hmm. of like, here, let me see what's happening. Um, likewise, I think for people that are really interested in a game, but maybe can't play the game either because they just don't have it or maybe they physically like can't play the whole thing Mm -hmm. i think it's a really cool way of being able to share in that experience of seeing the game yeah Uh, i'll give you that i'll give you that i i guess it's something where like with me i understand that like there is like obviously you know okay i can't see it or it's on another console and it's exclusive i i get that i just Mm -hmm. i i still there are times when it's like 
I, maybe that's why I like certain Let's Plays when they, like, are very open about it being a goofy Let's Play or, like, being like, mm. okay, we're going to be talking a lot throughout this because that's part of the fun. Because, yeah. like, I that's the part that I kind of enjoy from the Let's Play. Like, if I want to see the game, like, I feel like I should just play the game. But with the yeah. Let's Play, it's more of an entertaining, like, it's almost mm. like the ones that I watch are always goofing on the industry anyway. So it's almost like a kind of cool, like, outlet, I guess. Can I ask, um, the yeah. ones that you guys have watched, are they usually games that you have previously played, or do you watch, like, games you haven't played for stuff like that? I typically enjoy ones I have I... played more. <laughs> I know, feel like it's super funny. Uh, I have barely played any Dark Souls, but I've watched a bunch of Dark Souls Let's Plays. <laughs> um, the problem is, is like, the I, by the time I watched those Let's Plays, I was already deeply and intimately familiar with all those areas in Dark Souls, despite the fact that I uh, never played it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Zach, what was your favorite part of Dark Souls? Oh yeah, it was definitely uh, Blight Town. I love that area. He says never being in Blight Town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, or, or like, if you ask me what my favorite uh, area in Dark Souls is at this point, I'd probably say Sense Fortress. But you know, <laughs> I for me, I think the ones I actually in, I really enjoy are the ones that um, kind of like what Drew was saying that they have like really good commentary because you are like a let's play. I think a lot of people do come for the personality of the 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 LPer. Like they are the host of it, and it's fun to see their reaction and the game. Um, mm. I think I f have fun watching ones I've already played because I kind of know what's happening and I get to see their reactions. I, I guess I also really enjoy. Sometimes I like seeing ones that I maybe don't really have an interest in playing, and then it becomes more. I really am going to to them to see the personality of the game like yeah it's like i'm not really interested in this game but i'm really interested to see what they have to say about it kind of deal mm -hmm. or like yeah, I, I definitely that. i've had that for like older nes games like I, I know it's like hip to have played like them but like i i don't have the patience for like ancient like mario games where i can die in one hit or something but it's kind of ancient fun to see. mario games i mean at this point mario is ancient <laughs> i know it's just weird to think well like you know what i mean though like those ones that are like oh no, yes totally... super nes someone somewhere loves them to death and for me it's like mm -hmm. i like 3d i like i like circles i don't know like you, you do like, wait do you your third dimension do you like early 3d I do actually. I'm waiting for the day when early 3D is the new retro, and we have like a lot of like kind oh. of Jet Set Radio style games with like all the all of the color God shading going damn on. Damn it, Drew! Why do you have to remind me of having Jet Set Radio again? I want it so bad. As a tangent, I am super down for the era where everybody's like, "Guys, what if we made retro N64 games?" Like, yes, yes, do it, yes. See, you know that's what I mean, though. Like, I get it. Like, I'm happy for the people that are thrilled about, like, "Oh, cool, mm -hmm. someone's remaking Mega Man, and it looks like the old ones." Hooray for me! I'm waiting for like Crazy Taxi, but not to come back via Kickstarter <laughs> and just be like, "Yes, yeah, um, it looks like garbage, and I love it." Someone could probably do it in Unity, and I don't know why they haven't. But to kind of go off, uh, to kind of go back to the Let's Play thing on a, on a bit of a different tone, we've kind of been talking a lot about LPs that are comedy-driven. Mm -hmm. uh, some of my favorite ones are actually ones that, like, it's a, it's almost like a long-form critique of the game. Like, yeah. you watch them play through the whole thing, but they're also giving, like, critique and background information. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Two Best Friends, and they have knowledge of certain genres. They are idiots when it comes to certain other games. <laughs> and it's like, Sometimes, as somebody who's really interested in design, and I think we all are mm -hmm. really interested in design, it's it's cool to see somebody kind of talk like, well, here's kind of why they might have done, 
like somebody give commentary on here's kind of why i think they might have gone this way or they've done the research for it like one of my absolute favorite lps that i tell people about uh, if anybody asks me adam what's a really good let's play that you have to watch the one i have to say for everybody is you have to watch research indicates uh trespasser that is like hands down the best lp I'm going to write this down. Uh, so Trespasser is an old Jurassic Park The Lost World game yeah, yeah. that came out, like, way, way back. And it was supposed to be the... It was supposed to be Half-Life before Half-Life, and it failed miserably. And this guy went through and meticulously detailed all of this information, and he just... It's so good to watch it. So whenever I need, like, an example of a serious Let's Play or a real commentary one, I go with that one. Because I think those are really great. I think I've watched uh, part of this Let's Play. And I believe it was have, like, really good. I don't know if I watched all of it, though. Hmm. Do you guys have a favorite Let's Play that you're pretty partial to? Um, I I was pretty partial to when Extra Credits did Dark Souls. Hmm. Um, I kind of liked it because it had James sitting there with uh, Dan. And, and James was kind of like lending his, his design advice. But actually, there's another... It's another Dark Souls Let's Play. Why do I have... How have I watched so goddamn many of these? That game um, is really easy to let's play because, like, anything could happen. What do you mean anything could happen? Well, I mean, like, how, how do I put this? I feel like that game is very easy to let's play because everybody will have their own experience going through it. Like, they'll yeah. have trouble at different points, and it's really that getting to see somebody struggle with something yeah. kind of deal. All right, yeah. Uh, anyways, so uh there's, there's like a four part and it kind of got discontinued let's play uh by this guy uh this guy on youtube called tb sky n um mm-hmm. tb t space b space sky e n mm-hmm. um and he did the uh he he specifically went in there to design to 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 look at the uh bosses of dark souls and to do like analysis on those bosses in terms of like uh their appearance and behavior and sort of like what that's supposed to be indicating and what's that supposed to be referencing. Mm-hmm. And I found it really interesting and sort of enlightening. It, it's sort of like he, he would go in depth and in detail as to like, oh, this is like a bestial kind of creature. Oh, oh, this is supposed to be almost like this. And it's supposed to be referencing this piece of artwork or it's supposed to be like this. And I'm like, wow, this guy's going into a lot of detail just regarding the bosses of this game. And then you get mm-hmm. to watch him flub around in Dark Souls because he doesn't know how to play very like he's not very good. <laughs> so you get to watch him sort of like figure out how to play Dark Souls too, and it's sort of like it's fun on that end, and then it's really interesting on the other end. That's cool mm-hmm. that he he has like that kind of appreciation for all the art though. Like that's something that you don't really get to see in games as much, you know, because like so much goes into building one. It's kind of nice to have someone breaking it down and be like, "That's what that is. That's mm-hmm. what that is. That's what that is." I kind of I feel like that's that. one. That'd be kind of cool. I feel like that's another like kind of perk of an LP is that because you aren't directly playing it, you actually can kind of appreciate some of the stuff you may not have noticed because yeah. you're so focused on playing. Well, like, the thing is, what what he did for that is, uh, he he showed the regular like playing, and sometimes he would like cut bits. It's Dark Souls. Sometimes you just do a lot of running. Um, and so he he cut like all the like extraneous running bits, and he would mm-hmm. go through on the at the end, and he would that's like he would watch his playthrough and then he'd like write down his analysis and he'd do like the back end would just be like an analysis video of that particular boss using the let's play footage that's kind of cool yeah Hmm. no it was super cool drew Uh, how about you man oh um talk about a favorite a favorite let's play or something like that that's what we're Mm -hmm. up to yeah just this one you enjoyed or think you'd recommend you know um 
I gotta say, uh, Extra Credits was doing a pretty good one on Kingdom Hearts where they were breaking down kind of the animation that goes into that game. And it's freaking mm-hmm. fascinating. Like, Oh, is this I, Dan? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Dan, the guy who has sadly left Extra Credits to do his own thing, but it's all focused on animation, so I actually kind of love that. Um, is it Danimation? Uh, no oh. actually i feel like he could have gone with that i don't know why he didn't um Fool. In, in any case um he, he well is wait a second animator. it would have uh, been disrespectful to the other dance this mm. is true mm. in any case he's an animator and so that kind of leaks through in the main series anyway and it's kind of cool to see him have his critique and sort of his breakdown of like why certain decisions might be made um like he was kind of going over like um how you'll have like certain models for like a cutscene versus different models for in-game and like you know the techniques that go into actually like making that happen and like you know loading a sprite versus like having all the extra geometry and having kind of a long form take on that was super cool like Mm. uh, i don't know if he's continued it or not but i do remember just thinking like wow this is something that i would love to see more of because like yeah this is it's a very important part of design it's a very important important part of aesthetic and kingdom hearts is a really interesting thing to do that with because like its style is so specific to mixing different things together and making them not look as horrible as possible um with you know mixed results but it's still kind of cool to see um so like if i had to if i had to recommend a let's play i guess i'd recommend him and his work on that field because you know he knows what he's talking about and it's kind of cool to have someone doing a let's play who is like legitimately speaking to a specific part of it and like is Mm -hmm. actually knowledgeable like no no shade thrown at like some of the let's players that are just doing it for goofs but like having someone who is like straight up trained and knows what they're talking about makes such a huge difference oh yeah there was a let's play it might have been on an extra credits but it was a a let's play somebody was doing of uh tomb raider and they had i i'm pretty damn sure they had one of the actual devs of tomb raider on the, on the let's <laughs> play so cool. and he was just talking about like he was just talking about the like different aspects of the game that they needed to work on and and like that it was an actual like commentary track from someone who actually worked on oh, the game while they were playing this reminds me uh before we move on to the industry side of this question um Mm -hmm. there is a let's play by hideki kamiya the director of bayonetta playing bayonetta what you're ever interested in watching that what it's really cool it sounds really cool but then it's also like if that like i'd have to sub that and at that point uh yeah it, it is it is subtitled and i'll tell you this though from what I I haven't finished watching it, but from what I know on Twitter, I bet this guy is a salty motherfucker. Is like this should have been better. Th- this needed to be better. I can't believe we went with this. Like uh, this was a good part. <laughs> but uh, to kind of wrap up this side, I I think let's plays have a like a very positive impact on gaming culture for the most part. I I think on a personal level, I think they're really fun to be a part of. Talking to you guys is slowly convincing me. I'll I'll give it that. I was more lukewarm. You're making me you're making me more love it. So. Good. Yeah. But what about the other side? <laughs> the other side, the dark side. The well, industry side? Is that what we're talking? Uh, not necessarily the dark side, but there well, is a different side to this thing. Our next question is, how do you feel about Let's Plays as an advertisement strategy, which kind of plays into kind of a sub question from earlier, which is how are how are Let's Plays affecting things from an industry perspective? Like, and, okay. Listen, yeah. man, I ain't going to lie. LPs are like mass advertisements that dev teams get for free i don't know why anyone would shut them down but they do and it annoys me well there are yeah. actually valid reasons 
I'm trying to think. Yeah, because I guess I guess now looking at this, this is kind of like that second part of that question and this one, kind of the same thing. So good that we combined them. Mm-hmm. Um, from an advert, from like a industry view, and I do feel like an a let's play is on a like optimistic side. You would feel like it's just basically giant a giant advertisement kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you're like from an industry side, somebody is showing off your game to everybody and. And kind of giving that free viewership instead of you having to pay ads to put it on different websites. It's like, look, somebody recorded the content and they're making like this video about my game. Hell, uh, Drew, do you remember when we found that Let's Play of our of Lens and how yeah. psyched we were about Wait, that? What? That's right. The, oh the, god, I forgot that, about this. So in college, Drew and I made a game called Lens, and like graduation day, we found out that somebody had already made like a small Let's Play of it. And it was cool because at the time we were thinking, wow, this guy might be kind of big. He'll get our he'll get our name out. And that's really cool. Mm-hmm. There that was is. also um, that moment of terror when like um, he got to there was this one part of the game where you either understand the mechanic or you don't. And he was kind of struggling for a bit. And I had this like heart attack of like, oh, my God, he's going to hate it. Oh, my God, he's going to. Oh, hate it. And then, dude. Like, <laughs> he figured it out and like he was like oh that's really cool and like my heart just like flew out of my chest i was but see i feel like from an advertising standpoint that's pretty cool it like it can be it can be but as drew said there are like and drew and zach both said there are people kind of certain companies go after these let's players and for somewhat valid reasons and there's other things about that yeah, well, like, I, I guess, uh, can, can I speak to that? Because I feel like I might have come yeah, off go a for little it. strong on that. So go for it, man. When, when I talk about, like, some of the more valid reasons against, like, or, like, why you might want to take down a Let's Play, I, I think about certain, like, walking simulators or maybe shorter games. I think they're really right. good for long-form games where you get, like, a little piece and you're like, oh, I want that. But I know a lot of games that are not, like, 80 hours long that are, like, one or two. And sometimes those developers run into a lot of trouble because people will like watch the entirety of their game in a sitting and then they don't buy it. Uh, I think the most famous example is uh, there was that one game, That Dragon Cancer, which was, you know, a very, you know, heartfelt independent project that um, there was some like stuff that like basically like it was a game that could be done very quickly. And there were Let's Plays that were streaming it with, like, huge numbers. And the people who made it were not getting any sales. And Mm -hmm. they were kind of upset Mm -hmm. about it. They were, like, talking about it and interviewing about it. And I try to think about that perspective. Because I think you guys are right. It's, like, definitely a huge advertising thing. Like, like a Mario game. Or, like, I don't know, like a JRPG or something. Like, they're going to be out there. It's impossible to stop them. Take the free advertising. But, and this is a bit about it. uh Uh-huh. Oh, just I was just going to basically just cap off it by saying, you know, not everyone's in that position. Not everyone is like, oh, hey, you only have a tiny piece of my game. Uh, you know, they can't hold themselves ransom with the actual product, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's my take. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's kind of complex. Yeah, I I'm always kind of curious on this part. There's a question of like uh, digital rights kind mm-hmm. of thing for like LPs and having channels marked down. Mm-hmm. So like on the one hand. I think an LP as a free form of advertisement is really cool. And I think you have further down here a question of like spoiling a game, which we'll get to uh, a bit later. Uh, so just to talk about the advertising part, I think it's really kind of weird because technically you bought that game. So you should be able to record and show your recording to mm-hmm. it. But then it's kind of weird when you're making like, and there's, I'm trying to think of a good way to word it. It's weird because you, you've taken this recording and you're basically making money off of somebody else's work. Like somebody else made all this work 
and you're recording it and you put that recording out and now you're making money off that. And so I think I feel like a lot of game companies like, well, hey, we're going to pull that down. We don't want you showing that game off because, well, that's ad revenue that we're not getting. Either people are watching it or, you know, you're making money off something we made. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think it's kind of a that's kind of a question that always kind of comes up for me of like, I always feel bad when these channels get their shit like taken down because it's like, well, it is there. They bought a copy and they recorded it so they should be able to show it. But but like, so do they actually own it or are they just kind of buying a key for it? I don't know. In terms of like from an industry perspective, I can see why LPs are a tricky subject, at least for like revenue kind of deal. Well, like again, like you take a game like Overwatch, right? Like why not just let mm. everyone under the sun stream it? Like I am sure that like Blizzard they do. is like, yeah, like they're, they're like paying people <laughs> to like, you know, put it on the internet and they have the whole league aspect and I'm sure hell like half the half of what the league is is kind of let's play anyway right like they're just you're just spectating someone streaming technically maybe yeah yes. yeah yeah so <sighs> i i think with that and especially competitive multiplayer games like since every game is going to be different like every time you jump into one of those games it's a different kind of experience and, and like watching one is wildly different from playing in one Mm -hmm. that like let's plays are totally fine they won't really interact all that much with the people who are playing it because we, mm -hmm. because if you're like do i you know do i just spend the money and buy this game and play it a bunch and you know it also seeds long-term buyers of games and that's why uh other games like say card games like hearthstone mtg um and, and mm -hmm. other card games online they'll have uh th they're totally fine with people streaming their games because like it's a continuous thing mm -hmm. you know so i, I think that's eh, a lot of that I so one, one thing i want to oh, mm -hmm. sorry. i guess i'm thinking more about like games that are structured more like uh maybe structured more like a movie or more like a like a very singular more narrative, narrative yeah driven yeah kind yeah. Of i thing. think yeah the the like strong narrative games i could see where it being a massive problem that like people won't play and they'll just watch because most mm -hmm. of the content is narrative content but i think that's mm -hmm. like but i think like like you were mentioning if the game is super long, like if someone does a, a let's play of Persona Five, that's not going to ruin Persona well, Five. Well, you can't do a let's play of Persona Five. Yeah. Well, are they still? Just, are they still? Let banning? me just talk to. Let me just talk to this bit of how industry and let's play kind of. Damn, I'm looking at this like third question we have down here, and it's kind of getting hard to avoid this third one. Do we just kind of want to merge into that one as well? Yeah. Are let's just keep going. Uh, okay. Uh, let's. Are you talking about spoilers or not? Or um yeah so watching and playing yeah yeah so this is this whole conversation with uh game advertisers and publishers and lps kind of has so many facets to it and we tried splitting out but it's kind of hard to talk about it individually mm -hmm. uh because as drew said if you have a narrative game like, people generally don't like that because you can see you can watch the entire game and then you may not buy it uh i know atlas when persona 5 first came out gave a warning that said you can stream and let's play up to this date in the game. After that, there's no more. You are not allowed to show this. And they were huh. like, we don't want people spoiling the game for other people who had waited. Uh, and we don't want people to just be able to kind of watch the whole thing. I think that was the understated thing. Their mm -hmm. outward appearance was, we don't want it spoiled. And I think that's, uh, I think that's kind of a noble idea of, we don't want this ruined for people who have been waiting years. But you also kind of know on the industry side, it's, we don't want them just being able to watch the whole game day one kind of deal. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's probably the more honest version of it. Like, if you if you truly don't want something spoiled for yourself, then you know just to not go on YouTube. Like, I know it's tempting to do that, but, like, if it's a huge priority for you, you'll find a way to block it. 
I, mm-hmm. but I do think they were probably in the of the mind of like, yeah, we don't want people to just like stream the whole story and then not actually pick the thing up because like that's how we live. Well, let me ask this question. Uh, to to say nothing about spoilers or anything, what are your guys' thoughts on let's plays and sales of games? I think. I think in the case that Drew's talking about with the smaller games, I think it drives down mm-hmm. revenue. I, th- I think it can sort of like keep people from buying the game because they already watched it and experienced it. But I think mm-hmm. for the majority of games, it's gonna be an advertisement. They're gonna get, they're gonna make revenue yeah. on it. That's why it's so prevalent. That's why that's why that's why uh, it's not like a massive amount of companies. It's the exception that comes in and goes for the let's plays rather than yeah. the rule. Drew, you seem pretty much on the side of, like, you don't really like the idea of just being able to... You kind of mentioned you had a friend who watched a game or I, I, went through that. I, I, have, like I that. have a few, right? Like, I don't want to pick on one in the, any individual uh-huh. person. Um, but what I will say is I don't think... I think in some cases it works fantastically. Like, there's obviously the hype machine of seeing everyone playing something and having all these things happen and saying, oh, I want to do it, I want to do it. And I think in the case of franchises, like games that have multiple entries or will have a sequel entry, it can have some benefit of like, okay, I missed it this time around, but now I can get all caught up and now I can play God of War and not be missing out Mm -hmm. on anything. But in the case of uh, maybe more smaller independent stuff, as I've mentioned, things where there's not going to be a sequel, there isn't a huge Uh budget. I do know that like sales are lost and I think that's what people are afraid of. And it is kind of that weird balance of, you know, like, mm-hmm. okay, we want to cash in on this because there's money to be made from people just showing people how awesome our game is. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure there's also the people who are terrified. And I think there's also an argument to be made for, I don't know, what is it like defamation or like basically defamation, defamation. defamation thank mm. you. I cannot talk tonight. I don't know why. But maybe like the idea of like, hey, we showed off this hilarious glitch video of all the terrible things happening in Mass Effect mm, Andromeda, mm-hmm. and now no one wants to buy that thing. Which you could I, argue is a good thing for consumers, but yeah, I could understand yeah. if you were like someone who was like, well, we're patching it, we're patching it, and then you get into this weird complex situation of like, what's best for players versus what's best for industry, and I don't know. I don't want to just say mixed, because like mixed can mean anything, but I don't think it's I think- straightforward. I think uh, it's not necessarily like a less, but like uh, you mentioned it yourself with with the the issues with Andromeda. Like it's not like them playing the game at that time was it showing it. Like it's not like they were falsely presenting something. I think oh, no, no, no. in a lot of ways, like a let's play. If a let's play is is shows a game to be bad, even if it gets patched later, it still shows the state. It shows the game at that state. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is something. I mean, we might have even talked about like version numbers at yeah. one point. But, I think I know exactly where you're going with this. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I think it's important that like a let's play makes it clear, like, if the game has been patched, to like maybe go back to your YouTube videos and like say, like, oh, this is on the old patch of the game. Mm-hmm. I think there's a sort of uh, almost ethical consideration I, for that. Yeah, I think I totally agree with you on that. It's like when Andromeda came out. Yeah. That's what it looked like at that point. Now, I'm not going to sit here. I didn't actually look at the final game to know if they really improved it. But I do know, like, those initial videos of it looking rough were, like, I think those greatly did contribute to just it not selling well. But it's like, that's how it looked at the time. Totally. And, like, I can I just say, I, I'm not defending Andromeda. I'm not defending the practice no. of, like, here's a buggy game. Oh, no, no, no. no, no, no I'm no, not no. doing mm-hmm. that. I'm saying I think the argument could be made from an industry perspective that it's super easy for someone to just, like play a game do it as terribly as possible and show off all the nasty stuff 
Whereas on the flip oh, for side, sure, as yeah. an advertiser, mm-hmm. you're probably trying to do the opposite. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I can imagine why why companies mm. might not want to see it. I just, I think those potential downsides that you're mentioning aren't enough to say that, like, we shouldn't do Let's Plays. Yeah. You know oh, what like, I mean? Like, to kinda, like eh. they're not going to go away. Yeah. I know they're not. To kind of like, go with the uh, the defamation thing to kind of jump in real quick. It, a good example of that is, do you, I think it was, was it Wolfenstein or, or some game when it fir- first came out had, like, this save crash bug and they eventually patched out, but Prey. everybody saw that video Prey. of it happen. Was it Prey? Yeah. I, I think and, like, Prey. everybody had that video of it being, like, super buggy. And it's like, no, but we fixed it. And it's like, boy, we really wish we, like, those videos didn't exist of showing it off. Because it's like, that's not how the game looks now mm-hmm. kind of deal. So I yeah. kind of agree with what, like, what Zach was saying of, like, it'd be nice if people kind of made it clear. But you know people just aren't. Like, and that's kind of su- that's kind of shitty on them. Yeah. At, at this point we're kind of moving away from let's plays into just like general coverage yeah. which is like it's uh, a yeah. whole can of I'm gonna worms. I'm going to take it's this a, back real is. quick and and take no, this kind of no, back to what don't I don't take it away from me. That's right. I'm taking it. Uh I am going to kind of go back to kind of the question I positive of, of like if LPs kind of diminished sales. Um and this is just kind of from my personal opinion. If I'm watching a game that I really don't care about, it's usually because I wasn't going to buy that game anyway kind of deal yeah so me watching it is if there's an lp of like uh and i'm trying to think of a really good example uh xcom 2 would be a good example i was interested in the game but i never really wanted to pick it up so me watching and like the two best friends play that isn't a shouldn't be considered a lost sale on their part because that wasn't a sale that was going to happen uh i will say watching let's piece lps and having that out there does kind of make like if it's a game i wasn't gonna buy originally Sometimes watching somebody play it does convince me, oh, hey, maybe I'll get this later kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm always, a, I'm always a little confused at the argument that, oh, Let's Plays diminish sales because I feel like if somebody has chosen to watch the thing instead of buy it, they weren't going to buy it in the first place, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that, lo- that logic might be a little flawed and there's probably nuances to it, but that's kind of how... It's kind of just a consumer choice thing. It's like, if you re- like, you can say you're interested in it, but were you if you just watched it it's like it's like no not really i wasn't interested but i am interested to see somebody play it kind of deal i can see that i can see that and again like i i don't mean to like you know like write them off completely it's just a matter of you know i'm i'm trying to see it from different angles and i can i can understand someone being like oh no we worked so hard but whatever yeah Mm. i will agree with you drew on this point and this actually really does annoy me. And I'll be entirely fair. I am slightly guilty of this thing as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's when people will... This usually comes up in conversations. And I know this has come up occasionally. And I'm really not trying to blast anybody here. It's kind of like when we talk... Uh, when How do I put this? Sometimes watching a game does not give you the appreciation of playing one. And oh, I think no. yeah. those are two totally different experiences. Yeah, There yeah. is an experience of watching... But there's also an experience of playing, and it's very interesting to me sometimes when people have watched and they'll try to just make assumptions of how it plays. It's like, no, you don't understand. That's not how it plays. Like, yeah, that looked really goofy in the video, but if you were to play it, it actually makes a lot of sense kind of deal. Yeah, I mean, I Metal Gear Solid 2, like (laughs) there are so many people on the Internet talking smack about that game and it's freaking great. And I know like half of them have never touched the damn thing and it breaks my heart. Mm. Um so i guess that's where i'm coming from is like i've been yeah. hurt by people who don't know what they're talking about so yeah. i'll use myself as a personal personal throw in the bus uh 
I I actually really like the game Soma. I have not played it ever. Uh, I wasn't really interested in playing it, but I did find I did kind of want to see it and what it was. And so whenever I talk about Soma, because I was watching it through and kind of followed the story, I can talk to it about from an aesthetic look and from a kind of how it was laid out a bit. And but the narrative standpoint. I will never actually talk about, oh yeah, it felt weird. Because like I don't have hands on it. I didn't play it. I can tell you what it I can tell you the experience I had from it. Like fuck. Okay. So here's Adam. Here's Adam the back of the police station. So I didn't put my hands on it. I didn't even touch her. Didn't listen, touch her. listen, listen. My, dust that Soma gameplay for Prince. I, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. And I already told you why I didn't play Soma, because that was that was my heartfelt story of, oh, I lost a loved one. Better watch this game about existential crises. Oh, oh no. I'm, uh, if it makes you feel any better, Adam, I'm imagining you like at like a little window and there's like a little box of Soma and you're just like looking <laughs> at it with like these big hungry eyes. Like, I want it. I want well, it. again, like I said, it was like, uh, I've told the story before, but my cat died and it was very sad and mm-hmm. I needed something to cheer me up. So I was like, I'll watch my the two best friends play Soma. That game was kind of spooky, and they're really good at spooky games. Little did I know that game was all about existential crises, and it's like, boy, I'm glad I didn't play that. I don't know if I could have dealt with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you bring that um, up, and it kind of, like, it's weird. Like, I know I was, like, t- kind of, like, like drilling in the, like, you know, no, independent developers lose money, but, like, Five Nights at Freddy's exists, and hundreds of its sequels exist because of Let's Plays. Okay. So, like, that, <laughs> yeah, that's my other that. thing is, some games... <laughs> are only getting popular because of a Let's Play. Devolver Digital is bringing back Metal Wolf Chaos, and I guarantee you it is only because two best friends did an LPF Metal Wolf Chaos and got people interested in it. Really? Uh, yeah. So, uh, the guy who directed it at one point put a tweet out when uh, it was in the middle of the uh, Metal Wolf Chaos LP that the two best friends are doing, and they're like, why is everyone talking about Metal Wolf Chaos right now? <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just sent them links to their videos. It's like it's because these guys are like, should should we bring it to the states? And, yes, do it. G- give them a cut. <laughs> give them a cut. Oh wow, what the fuck? Um, oh lord. But then, um, so no, go ahead. Sorry, finish your thought. As a closing thought for myself on like whether an LP spoils a game or loses sales. To me, it's all about what you as a person want your experience to be with the game. Do you just want to watch and kind of backseat it? Or do you want to have hands-on experience it and play it and then maybe go watch somebody's other impression? It's kind of just, what do you want to do? Uh, I, I This makes me sound unsympathetic to smaller developers because I am sympathetic. I understand how much time goes into a game, but it's like, if somebody wasn't going to play it, they just weren't. Like That's kind of how I, how I view it. I can mm-hmm. see that. For sure, um, for sure. So actually... Zach. I, I guess, like, as a final note, I think mm-hmm. uh, Let's Plays, indifferently from playing a game, like, remember how we were talking before about the sort of, like, uh, the camaraderie factor of, of, like, sitting down on the couch and having your friends, like, just throw in commentary as they're going about their day? Yeah. Like, I think that's something you get more, you, you get in a Let's Play, and it's much harder to get that when you're, like, playing alone in your room, you know? I, I mean... I'll tell you- like i can stream a game for friends and get that kind of commentary which i am i'm actually streaming dark souls hey everybody this is real deep in the podcast but you should watch dark souls i bring it up because like there's a sense of like you get personality from the let's player like that is an aspect that's there and we've talked about that but there's also like they also there is that sort of like long form interaction with the audience that happens where like 
you'll, you'll see someone start up a let's play and they'll be like oh hey somebody told me how to fix this thing this you know thank you to this commenter who who has saved me from myself hmm. that's and, a that's the thing I actually really like uh, to kind of go back to impact on games for LPs. Uh, I think one of the best things about LP channels, not all LP channels, mind you. Right. Uh, some LP channels have fantastic communities and it's really fun to be in that community. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually probably the biggest out of all of this thing for let's plays. That's the thing that gets me like, it's like, holy shit. I didn't realize people would flock to like certain LPs like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of wild. <laughs> It is. Okay, on that note, I feel like we've exhausted our questions and answered everything we can about them. How do you guys feel about going into a little design club? I don't know. I kind of already watched a Let's Play of this design club, so... Oh, Adam. Uh, Listen, I wasn't going to do the design club anyway. There's a huge difference between watching a design club and doing a design club. Yeah, come on, do the design club. Come on, Yeah, audience member, if you're not participating in the design club, you're going to fail this class. Yeah. Bet you didn't know that Nitwick was a class. (laughs) Bet you didn't know that you're going to fail it. Or not. I mean, you could also participate in the design club. That's how you that's how you succeed. Please send us emails at nitwick at gmail.com. <laughs> Actually, that'd be really fun if people participate in the design club and send in their emails. Yeah, no, I would be... If, if a person is listening and they want to participate in the design club, send an email to nitwick at gmail.com. Because seriously, we'll, we'll read, read it. it and you don't know how hype we'll be. We'll be 900% hype. Mm-hmm. But Drew, we've cut you off. What is the design club this this week? Well, Adam, for those that are participating and not just listening in, this week's design club is to design a Let's Play. What's a game you would want to Let's Play? How would you present it? And what kind of setup would your video have? That's right. Mm. You've been talking about Let's Plays all this time. Now you get to decide to make one. Aren't you excited? Yeah. So, so I've had this. Uh, I have to think about this. Go ahead, Zach. Okay. Uh, I've written mine down, as I have with all my commentary. Um, so I think... Uh, I was talking before about that guy who, like, did the recording and talked while he was recording and then went back and did, like, a, uh analysis over his, like, re- like boss battle recordings. So I would do something like that. But what I would do is I would play the game and I wouldn't record any audio. Mm-hmm. And then I would watch over that Let's Play. And I wouldn't necessarily write a script, but I'd probably have, like, talking points that I want to talk about and, like, just do analysis of my own game playing and then mm-hmm. I would go back through and watch the video while also talking and do sort of like a uh, like a commentary track on top of me playing the game. And that would be the Let's Play. Hmm. I, I think that's kind of how some of the more uh, design-oriented ones usually go. Yeah, like, yeah. They kind of play it. And I always thought it'd be cool if you get like the live commentary version and like their post-commentary one. That would be uh, the problem. The problem, I would love to do that as well. But then it would just be two different Let's Plays. Like, you wouldn't be able to play yeah. them at the same time. It would just be, like, audio madness. <laughs> so th- that's one of the ideas for a Let's Play I've always thought was really cool. And I was thinking about it at one point where... Uh, I think I was watching, like, a Metroid Prime Let's Play at one point. Because I was watching Slow Beef play through it. And I always thought it'd be kind of neat if... Because it was fun to kind of hear his uh, opinion, his live opinions, because I have guests come in. But it always be kind of neat if he could, like, go back and retrospectively kind of go through and, like, look at stuff. Like, I don't know, I think for for what, um, for what an LP design that I think would be cool is kind of what we were talking about of, like, live commentary, but at the very end, go back and be like, okay, so I actually really liked this bit, or and I thought this worked really well, and kind of analyze this portion. 
Hmm. And I think that that'd be a neat way of doing it because you get that live immediate feedback and then you can kind of go back and be like, hey, on second thought, now that I've kind of molded over, here's kind of what I was doing. And I always thought that'd be like kind of fun to do for certain games. I don't know why, but I always thought a really fun game to Let's Play would be Metroid Prime. Probably because like I watched a really fun Metroid Prime yeah. Let's Play. Yeah, yeah, definitely agreed. I, I like I've seen a good number of people let's play Metroid Prime, so mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't think it because like again the let's plays that I typically watch are very glitchy and like kind of goof orientated. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, and Metroid, as far as I remember, is relatively well put together. It doesn't. Oh, I mean that's that that would be the reason why you let's play it because if you want to talk about design and cleanly well executed design, then you can go play Metroid Prime. Yeah, or something. It's mm-hmm. because Metroid is such like a soul, like it's a game that's like all about being alone and discovering this weird planet on your own. And the idea of taking the sense of solitude away is is kind of mind blowing to me. Well, I'd say this: you mm. made a comment at one point that you you know you didn't really have any idea like desire to go back and play some of the older games. Uh, now maybe this doesn't apply to Metroid Prime because it's a little newer. Then again, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how new it is. But like, if somebody wasn't interested, they could just watch and be like, I I've heard this game is good. I wonder what people have opinions on. Mm-hmm. kind of deal oh um, well, you know that's fair that's fair i see i got you if if i yeah i think that'd be fun the other idea for let's play i always had was i always thought it'd be kind of fun to get some like and this is kind of the dual uh actually no this idea i got from uh you guys remember uh it was a bunch of guys in our uh 170 class and i don't want to name i think this was john brian and i can't remember the last guy's name we took an internet comedy class Mm-hmm. And their idea was to make a new form of Let's Play where the person who was recording the Let's Play would actually record all of the different dialogue choices of this game. Oh, God. And you would almost get, like, a pick-your-own-narrative of the Let's Play. Oh, that's, that's actually kind of amazing. Was, you could do that with YouTube videos. Holy shit. I always thought that was kind of neat where it would be like, okay, let's take Bloodborne, for example. Uh, Let's say you're playing it and... you somebody said and like at the beginning of the game it says what weapon do you want and you could actually pick like i want to follow this lp where the guy starts with the pistol or this one where he starts off with like the the axe and it's like becomes your own choose your own adventure thing i just thought that'd be neat but boy is that a hassle that would be so it's a much hassle, fucking work. but i can see it i can see it picking up like that seems pretty sweet if, and you actually to compare be... you would see like what kind of hurdles they ran into it wouldn't just be someone's opinion because they played and picked one and liked it like you could actually see how someone reacts to having that different play style yeah and admittedly it, it would so like in the bloodborne example it'd be like oh god what about the uh the gun options would you split again at that because that would just be probably not six I, different... I, you'd have to you'd have to make like draw a line at some point like here's yeah. how delineate like here's how minute into the details i'm gonna be with everything right yeah um, I, I could totally like i could totally see mm-hmm. it being cool um as like a let's play of for somebody who's already played the game because is it there, there's a difference in kind between somebody who hasn't played for someone who has so i think for somebody who's already played the game going back through it and sort of like doing all these like here's the different here's the multiple routes that we can follow and here's sort of how we get to different conclusions in this game and and how our emotional things happen uh mm-hmm. that was bad wording i am bad at words well we're just not great tonight with talking and mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're, we all do here yeah <laughs> drew what is your idea um i will tell you but i just want to say i want to piggyback off of yours and say one individual doing your idea is a hassle but seeing as how let's plays seem to have a giant community anyway if you had a group of people and they all did those different decisions and then you had someone stitch them together like oh via wow magic editing 
that would be rad as hell. And Wait a like, second. Mm-hmm. All right, so you have a Let's Play, right? And you're following like, the one person playing the game, and then they hit this point, and they're like, oh, what weapon do we choose? And then it's like it, the video cuts out, and you choose which video. Uh, you choose the video of the weapon, and like it switches to a different Let's Player picking that weapon and going with a different like, commentary uh, style uh, uh, what <laughs> well i'm thinking more like like okay like hypothetical let's go or, no wait wait even better than this you do this hypothetically with bloodborne you have all three people doing commentary oh god and then you hit that point and then they split off in their separate directions hey guys you've decided to follow me i've chosen the sock lever uh so we're gonna go here oh we're dead uh route run over <laughs> Hey, the sock cleaver is a good option. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's man. the way to go. It's much better than the whip, but that's neither here nor there. Everything um, is better than the whip, Drew. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, so for my LP idea, um, I, I have a few and I'm just spitballing here. Um, as far as like what game I would want to have played, um, I just got to throw it out there. Floygan Brothers is a great game that no one ever played. And I think if someone had a really good let's play of that, it would be really sweet. Um, that's just a fun side project, what have you. Um, as far as style and format, um, I do remember a lot of my theater friends being super into games as well. Um, to a point where they often had better PCs than me. Um, they just, you know, were super into it. And they're typically pretty good at improv and putting on a show and doing their thing. And I think it would be neat if you took people who had played a game and they did a let's play of it from the beginning, but they took, they took on the persona of the protagonist they were playing as. Oh my God. (laughs) Wait. So, (laughs) so let's take Bloodborne. Perhaps you play it and you take on the perspective of this outsider. Who's just like, I don't know what's happening here. Perhaps you take on the perspective of Gearman, oh, wow. who's just like, oh. oh, what a fool. He went right That's such a of left. So, Drew, let me tell you this. Yes. That idea I've seen done, and it was really funny. Uh, uh, have you ever seen Mind of Freeman? Um, oh. Must have. Wait, have I? So, it Mind of... I, very I, familiar. I think it's Mind of Freeman. Basically what it is, it is a let's play of Half-Life 1 and... All of the commentary in the game oh, is it's, from is it Gordon called... Freeman's. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's it called, Zach? No, it says Freeman's Mind. Yeah, that, that was it. Okay, Freeman's yeah. Mind. Uh, Freeman's Mind, and it's all of Gordon Freeman's internal commentary as he's playing it and kind of going oh, through the beautiful. game. See, that's what I'm talking about. I think I think that's that's what what I'm totally, talking about. that would be fucking perfect for any game where you're playing a silent protagonist. Okay. But you could do that for like Bloodborne or oh, yeah, like Zelda. You could do it for Zelda. That'd be such a good idea. Oh my god! Why are there all these monsters in the grass? Why are there so many rubies in the grass? Link, go get these cuckoos. Like, where? Why do I have to go collect some chickens? Where did this bottle come from? I feel like you need it. You would need to get somebody really good at improv, and you might actually want to pre-record a bunch of. This is a very pre-recorded heavy one. You yeah. don't want to have a bunch of faffing about. Kind of How do you deal. feel about the Doom guy? Yeah, this is. Oh, I'm idea. so. Oh, I so want to do this idea. That'd be so fun. That could be. It could be really, really hyped to do that. Oh gracious. Okay, uh, I'm down. I'm down with. Um, any others? Any others for our lovely design club? Or shall we cap it off for the evening, gentlemen? I'm trying to think if there's anything uh, that I'd really like. I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I can't think of anything like that. Yeah. Let me ask this one last question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what game would you personally let's play? I think Drew, you said Floygan Brothers. I would. Zach, what kind of what game would you let's play? Can I? Um, I guess in terms of like the franchise, I'm most. I mean, 
I'm currently playing through Dark Souls 3 and kind of doing that, but I'm not recording it. I think if I wanted to do like a recording, I I'm mm-hmm. I think I'm probably most comfortable with like a civilization game, something like that. Like a straight up like mm. strategy game. And then I just allow myself to get as into it as I possibly can. Okay, fun idea for a Civ LP. You just pick a run of Civ LP and you inner monologue the ruler as they're expanding. It's like, ah, Yo, yes, my, ah. my kingdom starts here. We explore north. Then we try to find what, what is up there. Um, that would be hype. Let me tell you about an LP idea. I just remembered I I, I always wanted oh, to try. Oh, but speaking, I... speaking of that, oh, uh, this isn't an LP. Sorry. You, you mentioned this. Someone, no joke, for Civilization Four. Um, they used to do what was called, uh, sort of like, what people would do is they would pass games to each other. Mm-hmm. And so you would like pass your save file and then someone would go through and play the game and take screenshots and record what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone did this where they didn't pass it along. Instead, they just role played as the ruler of Persia as they were <laughs> playing this game. And so like they would post screenshots in a form and then they would just write out as if they were, they were like uh the the king of persia at the time and i i just remember reading it going like wow this is hilarious and amazing um i'm trying to think Super if old. i were to if i were to personally let's play something i think it would be fun to do metroid prime i don't know i always felt like it'd be really fun to do a there's a little known game called shadows of the damned which i always thought would be kind of fun to let's play because not many people play it and it is a buggy mess and it's kind of bonkers weird and i feel like that game needs to be known by more people of look at this weird thing isn't it weird <laughs> kind of like how I go around and show people like terrible movies. I want to go around and show people like, look at this game. Do you see why it's doing this? That's weird. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> That's how but I, I also just remembered LP format. I always thought was cool. And this wait, what game? I may actually, I may actually be restating what I said. You know, like Drew brought up the idea of role playing as the protagonist mm-hmm. for a roguelike. I always thought it'd be kind of neat if you had, if you could, like, there's an LP where you almost narrate the entire story kind of deal. Oh, yeah, that could be cool. I had this idea when I was playing FTL, and I almost thought, like, what if one day I recorded this and, like, wrote down into, like, written text what was happening? Like, Samson goes to the door to open it, but instead it's on fire, and there's space outside, and they are sucked out. Samson is dead, and stuff. Just shit like that. Yeah, honestly, these are really cool ideas. I'm surprised there's not really a lot of Let's Plays that have done that we freeman's mind does it drew zach we are geniuses we are we are million dollars. i think ideas. i'm out of mm-hmm. many million dollars all right gentlemen toast and pour outs what do you got what do you got i have a pour out to us we're too smart for this world <laughs> smart for this world uh let's see do i have any toast or pour outs i have i have a toast to this website i found that lets me create tier list for super smash brothers ultimate because this is too oh, god damn fun. it it's too much fun so my uh toast is to kind of what zach was talking about i have a toast to super smash brothers ultimate that game oh. is looking better and better by the minute are you my kidding boy me? simon belmont is in and i'm so excited <laughs> yeah yeah no i'm 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 getting hype i have a switch i can actually buy this this is gonna be the best fucking smash and i am so ready <laughs> uh, i need to get a switch I, it's time it's time they did it. They they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, toasts or pour outs. I I got nothing. I got nothing. Um, a toast Dang. to you, listener. You're just so great. I love you. Mm, a toast to you. And here's toast. <laughs> Aha! Right. Cling. Oh. I mm. don't. I wish I had two glasses to cling, but I don't. Huh. Uh, yeah. But I think that's it. I think what? the only thing this uh this is missing is a is a lesson of some yeah. sort. 
Alright, here we go. Hey there, everybody. It's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson, when you're editing something in the text editor, make sure you save it before you exit. So that way, you don't lose your progress and have a bunch of random letters instead of what you actually meant to type out. And that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, wow. Zach. Thanks, what Zach. A beautiful, glorious... Yo, yo but for reals, for fuck's episode. sake... What's up? For fuck's sake, hit control S every once in a while while you're editing something. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, See, control S, control S at all times. Holy shit. If I have learned anything from having to program in college, it is control S always. All day, every day. Yeah. Well, listener, thanks for tuning in for another glorious episode of Nitwick. Hope you liked what you heard. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always reach us at teamnitwick at gmail.com. That's team N-I-T-W-I-C at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter, find us in the real world and give us a cool high five. This week's music was by Pro Leader. He is glorious, he is wonderful. I like him, maybe you do too. Next week's episode is a bit of a surprise, so stay tuned, stay classy, and we'll be talking to you real soon. Yeah, goodbye. Later. Bye. Farewell.